Dear President Ramaphosa, I'm going to keep this brief because I know you're dealing with a lot. We've all been ready to support you and your administration in your efforts to save lives from this pandemic. Even people like me, who've questioned the idea of a lockdown as the best response, have decided to comply and do whatever we can to help. We set aside our concerns over the heavy-handedness of the police and the army. We swallowed and accepted that poor people in informal housing would be crammed into their one-room dwellings for a month. We limited our trips to the shops and we even accepted not being able to buy hot food for whatever inexplicable reason. When you couldn't put your mask on, we laughed. And we were charmed to see that you were able to laugh at yourself too. For a time, you won everyone over again. You yourself have said that it has taken much for people to give up their liberties, their right to be with family and friends, and the ability to move freely around. Our patience and emotional state of affairs are on a knife edge, and we're losing hope. Governments walk a fine line in times like these where the regulations not only have to make sense, but also have to have significant buy-in from the public. Otherwise, people will break them in big ways and small. South Africans are mostly compliant, but when you promise something and then break that promise, it makes us feel like we should break your regulations in return. Many of us aren't afraid of the virus anymore. It's our health, and we'll take our chances, thank you. We are afraid of the havoc your lockdown is wreaking on the economy, on people's lives and livelihoods. I see fewer and fewer explanations from ministers and more and more capricious, some would say spiteful, regulation. I'm not a smoker. I don't like cigarettes at all, but when Minister Dlaminizuma announced that she was, after a consultation none of us believe happened, going to keep the ban on tobacco products in place, many of us, even the non-smokers, were ready to give her the middle finger and start risking breaking rules. There are more of us than there are police and soldiers. So if you piss enough people off, things get very hairy. I'm sure those advisors in the security cluster have mentioned that they can't shoot us all or put us all in jail. Your government, sir, have not covered themselves in glory over the last 10 years. Some people in this country already have a taste of anarchy, where municipalities are bankrupt and there is no service delivery. They see no evidence that the ANC will fix parastatals, cronyism, kleptocracy, and for once and for all cease their childish flirtation with outdated and failed socialist ideas. Your hold on power depends on people willing to comply with the rules, the same rules they expect you to comply with. Our patience grows thin, and in tandem, your tax collection runs dry. When you speak of a social compact, it goes both ways. You have to take your boot off of our throats. When Moses told Pharaoh to let his people go, Pharaoh didn't listen, and there were plagues. We all know how that story went for Pharaoh. You have to start letting our people go, Mr. President, or this plague will be the least of our worries. Even Moses could tell you that. Cliffcentral.com